Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Going to do a bit more of a super coach dive this morning. Very early, I'm well aware of that. But I don't think you can ever get too early on Supercoach. And just have a look at how some of the key guys are lining up for next season. Uh, we started yesterday, we did one there with Sean Johnson heading to the Warriors. Uh, today we're going to have a look at, at uh, Cody Walker from the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Now, not changing clubs, but of course Adam Reynolds is. So it means that Cody Walker, he's now the main guy uh, in Redfern. I know, I know a lot of people have been very off Cody Walker since the grand final, but look, to be honest with you, I, I mean, I, I posted that thing in the week leading up to the grand final talking about how there was a bit of a stink around Cody Walker as far as he cannot handle the big stages. And I think a lot of people have taken that grand final to sort of prove that, that he threw the intercept. Look, I sort of look at it the other way, to be honest with you. I'm probably more confident about Cody Walker heading into next season, being the main guy in Redfin than I was before that grand final, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, he scored one of the greatest individual tries we've ever seen in rugby league history, as far as the stage and everything goes. His team was on the back foot. His team had no ball, no good field position, and he just took advantage of one moment and made the very best out of an unbelievable try. Um, you know, palmed off Nathan Cleary, one of the best defensive halves we've ever seen. I know people won't like that, but he definitely is. There's no doubting that. Uh, also brushed off Kurt Capewell, which it's weird. Capewell missed that tackle as much as Cleary missed it, but no, no one's spoken about Kurt Capewell, but that's okay. Also, a State of Origin representative, probably a kangaroo if we would have picked those teams over the last two years. So a great run by Cody Walker, then ran around at Dylan Edwards. Yes, he was injured. I understand that, but... To be able to do what Cody Walker did in that moment was incredible. Set up a try later in the game. Yes, he threw the intercept. He threw the intercept trying to win the game for his team. It's not like he went missing, which has sort of been the knock on Cody Walker when he came down from Queensland Cup. So for me, looking at the Bunnies, I've got to tell you, I'm a little bit more confident than what I was before that grand final because I saw what Cody was able to do. I still think Adam is going to be integral, and I think the South Sydney Rabbitohs do regress a little bit. Losing Adam is massive. On top of that, losing Wayne Bennett is huge. Rookie coach coming in. Um, There's a lot that goes into that. We might touch on a little bit deeper into this uh, later on, but... 
Cody Walker, as far as super coach goes, now, as you all know, I took him in my draft team last year. I think I took him pick five overall. Um, so I had the second choice as far as where I wanted to pick. Number one had already gone, so that was James Tedesco. Then it was sort of Cleary, Munster, Pappenhausen, Walker, in that sort of order. That's how I was sitting at the start of the season. Obviously, Turbo had chronic injuries at that point, so Turbo was a little bit off the radar there. Uh, I decided to go for pick five, trying to get a little bit. I was sort of happy to cop either Cleary, Walker, Pappenhausen, or Munster. I would have been happy to get any of those guys realistically. So I thought I'd just go five. I was hoping for Walker. I did get him. And I did say all year that I thought Cody Walker, he would be the value guy to have at the back end of the year because I didn't think Wayne Bennett would rest his players. Turns out he did. Cody Walker did not play in the last week. But as I said, I thought Cody Walker was going to be the value guy coming home. Um, Cody didn't score under 75 points in the last 11 weeks of the season. So he did finish with a really big bang, uh, but didn't play in the grand final, which is sort of where it all matters. Depending on when your grand final is, if it's in round 24, you were flying, you would have done well. Um, But yeah, Cody Walker, great season, no doubt about it. Yeah, I think that he's probably... You know, half a metre away from that pass, clearing Stephen Crichton, hitting Alex Johnson, South Sydney probably win the premiership. Cody Walker probably has a Clive Churchill medal. Cody Walker's probably the unluckiest guy to never win a a Dally M at that point. He's now a premiership winner. The narrative flips on its head very quickly based on that one pass, but that is the reality of rugby league football. We all know that. Cody Walker in Supercoach, though, had an unreal season. Finished the season with an average of 84, which is incredible. If you would have finished with an 84 in any other season, it would have just blown minds. Uh, Unfortunately, it was the same year as... Of course, Tom Trevojevic absolutely brained it, finishing with an average of 143. So it sort of overshadowed what Cody did. Nathan Cleary had a great season. I haven't got it in front of me, but I think he finished with an average of about 95. But he was a goal kicker in a team that was scoring points left, right, and center all year. So when you consider that Cody doesn't goal kick, a pretty impressive knock. Now, 84, of course, in 2020, uh, he averaged 74. And then the year before that, in 2019, he averaged 65. So from 2019 to 2020... His average went up by nine points. And then from 2020 to 2021, his average went up by another 10 points. So over the last two years, Cody Walker has gained 19 points in his average, which is incredible, especially at the age he's at and whatnot. Uh, You'd probably think he'd be starting to not slow down, but at least mellow out a little bit. He's gone from great at 65, still a great average. 74, incredibly impressive. 84, just amazing. An out-and-out captain each and every week that you could have considered, especially in a draft competition. I had him as my captain every week. Bit of a weird season for Cody Walker, though, Um, especially as far as supercoach scoring goes. I mean, to have 33 tries more than we've ever seen. uh, Pretty crazy to only finish with an average of 84. I know it's good. I understand that. But I think what cost Cody Walker a little bit this year was that he didn't run as much as he used to. And he didn't have to because he was laying on tries for AJ, uh, Dane Gagai, these sort of guys all the time. He did score his fair whack of tries. And I, I don't have the stats in front of me. Um, I think he scored 16 tries this year or something like that. 16 tries. From watching each and every one of those games and watching Cody Walker very closely, I would guess that probably eight, nine, potentially 10 of those came from him just being a great support player. And as we know in Supercoach, it's all good and well to score tries, but if you're the support player, you essentially only get 17 points of putting the ball down. Whereas what Cody Walker used to do, I remember there was a day where, where he played the Warriors where he sort of dummied and went through three or four times and scored. All of a sudden, it's try. 
uh, line break, it's tackle breaks. It, it adds about another 20 points to that 17, which Cody Walker wasn't really getting this year. He was scoring the vast majority of his tries by supporting up the middle, normally by getting it back off AJ uh, after he puts him away. So he was getting a line break assist and then a try. But it just, it just wasn't the same. And quite often, they'd kick infield or he would always be there. You saw it in the grand final as well. He put Jackson Paulo down the right edge. If Paulo would have cooked it, kicked back to the middle, Cody Walker was the only guy there. So he has got this sort of natural instinct sort of thing to his game. He did it with Damian Cook in the prelim final as well, which you'll remember where he just got 17 points, but it was a brilliant rugby league play. Now, 16 tries this year, all good and well. Remember, he did score a try in the prelim. He scored a try in the grand final as well. So it actually goes down back down to 14. Uh, but still a very good knock. It just worried me because I watched him so closely because he was in my draft team. He was my captain most weeks that Cody Walker was getting nearly all of his points off creative stats. When you have a look at those raw numbers, this year creative stats, he averaged 46. So he averaged 46 points in creative. So that is essentially... Line break assists, try assists, line breaks himself, uh, all those sort of things. So scoring, he only averaged nine, but it was the creative stats that really took him to another level. I'm not sure what Tom Travojevic averaged as far as creative stats. I'll just have a look at that now. But i got to tell you, I'd probably be surprised if he was that far ahead of... Uh, yeah, so, he, so Tom Travojevic got 48. So when you think about the season that... Tom Travojevic has had 48 creative stats. He obviously did a lot more scoring points. Uh, but Cody Walker, incredibly impressive. Now, as I mentioned before, you have got Adam Reynolds leaving. So becomes becomes a really interesting one. Cody Walker's career, as far as Supercoach goes, he's got better and better and better every year, literally. 2017, 60-point average. 2018, 61-point average. 2019, 65. 2020, 74. 2021, 84. Personally, I think he will drop down a little bit next year without Adam Reynolds. Now, you have a look at Adam Reynolds' score over the years. He's never been, you know, a big-timer in Supercoach. In fact, over the last five years, his worst season was 52. His best was 60. The other seasons were 55, 55, 58. So an incredibly consistent Supercoach scorer, but... He is the guy that was the key to Cody Walker for a long time. He did the vast majority of the kicking. He did the vast majority of the organization. He was the man that got the ball with runners around him to create space for Cody Walker. And, you know, Cody Walker might collect 30 points in a play, but he only holds the ball for, you know, half a second. Yeah, and that's the reality of Supercoach. That's how it goes. But I really do think that Cody Walker is going to miss not having Adam Reynolds there next year. I mean, I think the Rabbitohs, they have to regress a little bit. I think that's fair to say with Wayne Bennett leaving, Adam Reynolds leaving, they will regress a little bit. And if it means they're scoring one or two less tries a game, that will have an impact on Cody Walker. And that's the only thing that has me worried about him. When you have a look at his stats, in 2020, he scored 10 tries. He had 21 try assists. He had four force dropouts from 21 games. Yeah, finished with an average of, what was it? Uh, 74. So a really good knock. But then in 2021, I mean, he went from 10 tries to 16. He went from 21 tries to 33 try assists. He went from four force dropouts to 16 force dropouts. He only went up by 10 points. For me, if you're getting 12 more try assists, you know, all of a sudden 12 more try assists, that, 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 that essentially is 12 points for a try assist. And then the vast majority of the time, unless it's of a kick, which Cody Walker doesn't tend to score too many try assists off, let's say he scores another 10, you know, 10 line break assists, that's another... 80 points. That's about 200 points to add to your average alone there. That's just off tries. He scored six more tries. So at minimum, 
Let's add on another six tries, six times 17. I'm not great at maths. I won't work that out for you, but I'd estimate it's around the 90 marks. All of a sudden, you're looking at 290 points. That's if he didn't get any line breaks in that. Let's say half of those he got line breaks. That's another 30 points. All of a sudden, you're looking at about 320 points. Let's say he got 10 tackle breaks in those tries, uh, which he he probably didn't prefer. Actually, let's not include that because he didn't really run that much this year. But all of a sudden, you're looking at like an extra 300 points, and then you had 16 forced dropouts compared to four. Forced dropout, I think you get five points for that. He had 12 more than he did last year. There's another 60 points. I mean, that's like 400 points that Cody Walker found in 2021 compared to 2020 across 20 games. That should have that should add 20 points to your average, and only average 10. Um, and it's because he was he wasn't running as much. This has sort of been my point. He's not running as much. He's not getting as many tackle breaks. If he gets a try, it tends to just be 20 points for a try assist and a line break assist. And that's about it for Cody Walker. So with Adam Reynolds leaving, it does really, really worry me that he could lose some attacking stats. And I think his super coach score is going to suffer off the back of it. Do I think he's going to plummet badly? No, I don't. I'm expecting his average to be around the 70 to 75 mark. I'm expecting him to drop 10 to 15 average points, maybe, which is still a great score. Don't get me wrong. But when you're picking this guy, you know, last year, he could have arguably gone third in some competitions. Probably worst place he could have gone was about seven or eight. Personally, I don't have him that high this year, especially when you consider other guys in the competition like Nathan Cleary, like Tom Trevojevic, Turbo just averaged you know, 60 points more than what Cody Walker did this year in his absolute best season, which is pretty crazy to think about. Nathan Cleary had a couple of injuries this year and whatnot. He averaged 10 more points than Cody Walker in his absolute best season. Yes, he's got goal kicking. I understand that, but he will still have goal kicking next year. So when you are weighing up these guys, you've obviously got Cam Munster, who, you know, I would say Cam Munster had probably his worst season I've seen over the last few years, I think he averaged 75. So Cody Walker's best year compared to what I would argue is Munster's probably worst year and probably not worst year isn't fair. I'd say quietest year. I mean, there was only a 10-point gap between the two, whereas you look at Cameron Munster's quietest year of 75 and compare that to Tom Travojevic's best year, you're looking at a 70-point gap. So for me, Cody Walker, he drops down a couple of knocks. And look, there are impressive stats here for Cody Walker. The back end of the season, um, he I, I said that he scored under 75 once in his last 11 games. Pretty impressive for the back end. Uh, he had one score under 90 in the last five rounds, including two or three hundreds. So once again, very impressive. He scored 49 against the Penrith Panthers that day. They got absolutely, they, they, they got annihilated. That not, not annihilated, but they were just never in the contest. You could see Penrith were a little, uh, Cody Walker was a little bit rattled in the second half against Penrith. So to come up with 50 in that, I mean, the scores outside of that were 151, 90, 121, and 107. So he was a premier player last year. There's no doubt about it. Finished with a five, round average of 104, a three-round average of 92. So right up there with the very best of them, Cody Walker. But with Adam Reynolds going, it does worry me. Now, I'm just going to throw you some numbers uh, in the direction of Cody Walker. And if you agree with me... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. That you see South Sydney regressing a little bit. I don't think it's going to be a tire fire, but I think they do regress a little bit without Adam Reynolds and without Wayne Bennett. Um, if you have a look, let's say... Cody Walker loses, on average, one try assist per game, which would be massive. I understand that would be huge. When you're averaging 33 from 22, that would just be massive. It's not going to happen. But if you were to take that out, um, you know, worth 20 points each for a try assist at a line break assist, he drops down to an average of 63.8, which is still a really good score. It's probably not a week-in, week-out captain, though. I think a more realistic gauge for Cody Walker is that he potentially could lose... 12 try assists next year. Yeah, that wouldn't shock me if he loses 12. That might still be a little bit overs. Now, if he was to lose 12 try assists per game, uh, you know, that's obviously 12 times 12, and then you've got, you know, let's say 10 line break assists or whatever. Um, That would bring his average down to about 73, which would bring him back down to where he was the year before. So, which isn't a bad score. Don't get me wrong. It's not a bad score at all. He will still have his 100-plus games where he explodes. But for me... I'm looking at Cody Walker. I cannot, I can't expect to draft him and just see an 80-point average. I just can't see it happening. Of his very best season ever, with his halfback now leaving, I think he does regress a little bit. And look, credit to Cody Walker. To In my hypothetical, to lose, to lose 12 tries and only drop back down to 74, pretty damn impressive. Also, if they're scoring less tries, which I think they will be, does it mean that Cody Walker is going to score as many tries in support? I probably don't think so. He scored 16 last year. If he scores 10 or under, I've got to tell you, I also wouldn't be surprised. Scoring 10 tries in a season for a 5'8 is still a very impressive knock. I wouldn't be surprised if that does happen. So all of a sudden, that average of you know a solid 74, that could drop down to a 65, 68 around that mark. Once again, not a bad score. But if you're drafting this guy early and he is your main guy... It's a little bit of a worry for me, especially when you're going to have to beat a Tom Trevojevic or a Nathan Cleary to win this competition. Now, depending on South Sydney's draw, where they land, who they play in the last few weeks, might be a different story. We'll have to wait and see for that. But definitely just something to consider with Cody Walker, that he's coming off his career-high season, which was unbelievable. Broke records left, right, and center, doing stuff we've really never seen anyone else do before. And he only improved his average by 10 points. Personally, I would have expected a little bit more when you consider he scored six more tries, he had 12 more tries, and he had 12 more false dropouts, yeah, at a minimum. But that comes back to him running less. Now, if he has to take over a bit of organization in this team, dare I say he probably runs even less. So something to definitely consider with Cody Walker. He will take on the kicking. He is a solid kicker, so you will see force dropouts. You will probably see them go up. You will probably see him get a couple more tri-assists off kicks. They're only worth 12 points, though. The tri-assists that you'll get back off kicks that you might lose just in general with him having to be an organizer instead of out the back of one of the best halfbacks in the competition creating space for him, I still think it'll come out as a negative for Cody Walker. Is this guy still a top 10 pick? Yes, I think he is. But I think instead of him being in the top six, he's probably in the back four now. And I would probably say around that seven to 10 mark as far as draft competitions go, where you're going to go for Cody Walker. A guy like him and Cameron Munster, I'm not sure which one 
I would rather go, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, We're going to have to see how their draws line up and everything. This is a very early take, as I said earlier. So wait until the draws come out so we can see who plays who, where they're going to land. But Cody Walker, there are a lot of positives. He has got points in him left, right, and center. He is still a guy who is capable of going 100 plus, 130 plus. We saw it a couple of times this year. We saw him knock over a 200 the year before against the Roosters. He is capable of doing this stuff. He does tend to play a lot of football games every season. Over the last five years, uh, the lowest amount of games that he played was in 2020 when he played 18 games. And of course, that was a season that was only a 20-game season. So, I mean, consider that he is playing, you know, upwards of 80 to 90% of football games every year. That's a big plus. He is a year older, though. So a lot of things to consider with Cody Walker. Plenty of positives. He's always going to be there. He doesn't tend to get injured all that much. But his points will regress a little bit. And there is a lot of mystery around how South Sydney are going to look with a rookie coach and their seven who has been the glue holding this team together for a number of years without him. So massive test for Cody Walker. Maybe it'll bring the best out of him, but I've got to tell you, I'm probably not confident enough on that to go and select Cody Walker in the first five or six picks like I would have last year, like I was hyper-confident about Cody Walker last year, and he still probably went a little bit under realistically when you compare him to your Nathan Cleary's, your Tom Travojevic, these sort of guys. A few things to consider there with Cody Walker. It is very early days. Let's wait and see, one, who South Sydney play at seven, how they're going to play their football. You can keep an eye on him during the trials and see how they're going to go about it. And two, what their draw looks like. If it's a soft run home for the South Sydney Rabbitohs, something to consider. Another thing that you probably need to consider is traditionally, Wayne Bennett doesn't tend to rest his guys. He did this year. God knows what Demetrio is going to do. Yeah, we don't know what his policies are, where he sits with this sort of stuff. If Cody Walker does end up playing Origin for whatever reason, that sort of changes things once again. If we get to the back end of the season and the Rabbitohs are locked into the top four or the top eight, does he rest Cody Walker on the run home? We won't really know until we get to the end of the season because he is a rookie coach. We don't know what sort of tendencies this guy has. So much to think about with Cody Walker. As I said, wait until we get a little bit closer to the season. Watch the trials. Have a look at the South Sydney Rabbitohs draw and we'll take a deeper dive into this one as the season approaches. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. <laughs> 